thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. Most people don't know that my mom was such a badass. She named my middle name is Michael Corleone. Chambach. Brad Michael Corleone. <laughs> Chambach. Just a big fan of uh, literature. Yes. Mar- Mario Puzo novels. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They made a oh. movie out of that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, welcome everyone back, or welcome everybody back. Yes, to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, reviewing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you uh, obviously are Brad. Now we all Michael know you're Corleone. Brad. Yeah. Brad Michael Corleone. <laughs> BMC. Uh, BMC. It's not bad. It's got a got a bit of a ring to it. Yeah. Got a little flair, yeah. All that South Central PA flair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we we put a little flavor on everything out here. Yes. <laughs> and you are Andrew Sunny. Yeah. Oh, would, Sunny Andrew. I would, I would not mind if my name was uh, Santino. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Santino. Not, Andy Sandy. Um, <laughs> my my old manager. Uh, he he used to always call me Andy Bonaducci, and it's 
it seriously made me laugh every single time. I was like, this is so stupid. Uh, like, I think I told him before, I'm like, I hate that it makes me laugh every time. Uh, uh, well, and that's what you come to expect to hear from us. Yeah, 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 yeah. As we slowly merged into our, into our other podcast. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it's, a, it's a thing. Yes. But so how's things going? Things are good. Yeah. Or they're going to be good. More, more they're going to be good. Yes. Um, they're looking up. Things are looking up. Yep. Got one more, uh, one more shift of work to put in, and then I'm nice. uh, heading out to uh, Texas. Ooh, that uh, that windscreen did not help me there. Hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yes, I am uh, excited. Some. It's what Houston or Austin? Austin, right? Austin, yes. Yeah. So you should get some good good beers there. Yes. Uh yeah yeah I've actually um gotten some uh, recommendations from some uh, customers at the bar. Um, because that's one one of the things I usually ask people when they're like make it known that they're not from here. I'm always curious where where you visiting from. Mm-hmm. Someone's like Austin. I said I'm going there in February, and they gave me a bunch of recommendations cool some of which i plan on sharing with you should i make it to them very good yeah uh i am excited and i don't know i don't know if i'll be able to find it um but there was a beer made by a company in houston that distributes in austin uh it's called brew gk Oh, namesake. Oh yeah, of, I heard you talking. Yeah, one of my favorite rap duos, UGK. <laughs> and I really want to crush a can of that. Memory of uh the late great Pimp C. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Could it be also misinterpreted of BTK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Bind torture kill. Yeah, that's um that's Dif- different beer. That's what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what's hot in these these streets. Yeah. I yeah, we actually at uh, Port Orleans had a uh, beer named after a serial killer. Oh yeah, yes, it's called yeah. Axe Axe Man. Oh yeah, from uh, yeah, which I, I I learned about him in the uh, from Time Suck. Oh nice. Let's talk about Time Suck for the next two hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was their uh, it, it was their I think it was their hundred is hundred hundredth episode and they did it drunk. And he was talking about the Axe Man. Nice. Yeah, I um, of New Orleans. I downloaded that, so I would like to. I'd like to hear it because I, I only know kind of the fable of like, oh, you're supposed to leave your lights on and play jazz, and he won't kill you. Yeah, that's. Um, I'm, it's interesting because it's kind of like one of those. You know, they don't know if it was. It was kind of like the Jack the Ripper thing, like a dumber Jack the Ripper. Right. Drunk, um, drunker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, where no one really people think they know, but they don't know. Yeah, who it was so might have been one person, might have been some copycats. Uh, but either way, it was a brute IPA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they chose that name, uh, but they did. Oh, they're looking for people to, you know, clever names. That's the that's the indie beer calling yeah. card. Yeah. 
I mean, I I shouldn't disparage it because I'm drinking a beer called Storyville tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, Storyville was the old red light district of New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. How mm-hmm. big a area was it? Uh, why they call it Storyville? <laughs> it always came back with a story. I guess. Oh, yeah. I actually Makes don't sense. know. <laughs> why is it called Storyville? Um, well, tell me about the beer. I'll, I'll look up Storyville. All right. Um, Storyville is the uh, West Coast IPA. So it's a hop forward IPA. Um, nice, uh, nice bite to it. Kind of the um, it's the the type of beer that I got into craft brewery with. So it's hop okay. forward beers. Nice kind of bitterness. Um, and uh, they make a variation every year with uh, local ruby reds. And uh, they put it out a couple weeks ago. I um, made myself a crawler to take to the parade on Saturday. Never got around to it. So I'm having it tonight. And it is nice. Got some refreshing kind of grapefruit tartness to it. I love grapefruit, so... Yeah, me too. Um, I and and the way that it complements um, hoppy beers is, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a reason you see a lot of places that have access to grapefruit um, do grapefruit IPAs. Um, Sculpin's one that that uh, that I know, or whoever does Sculpin, hmm. but they have a grapefruit one. Um, I I love this beer. I think it's great. Uh, tangy nice zing to it i gave it a four uh the thing that i love about port orleans um fruit beers in particular is that they always um it's always subtle because they only use real fruit uh there there's never any like syrup or flavoring they just use fruit um so it's never too overpowerful it's never that um like candy like i've had strawberry lagers before that taste like oh someone made strawberry syrup and pumped it in there sure right um yeah it's like well yeah it's um it's you know like grape juice never tastes you know yeah doesn't ever taste like grape or cherry never taste you know Mm -hmm. the fake cherries never taste like cherry but um yeah and it's always it's always better when it's the real stuff Mm mm-hmm yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so I just got a call. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My my neighbor got home just now, mm-hmm. and <laughs> wait is is your neighbor Ryan? Yes, <laughs> actually Ryan's <laughs> wife. And she said, "My mailbox, the poll's there, the post is there, but my mailbox is no longer there." What? So, which, <laughs> uh. We have I, I don't I don't think I brought this up on our other podcast. We have beef with my mail lady. Yes. Which I'm so, so disappointed you didn't because I love I love beef. Yes, you do. Well, so like we have this lady she's like deathly scared of dogs. And I get it. Like mm-hmm. I guess she was bit by a dog. And our dogs our dogs are nice. They bark at them any vehicle, but they're sure. fine. But I understand people are scared and stuff like that, but she was scared to bring stuff up to our house. 
So I was like, all right, all right. And she gave my mom this whole like spiel. And so, all right. So I bought this fucking huge mailbox. I mean, it's like probably, I mean, it's like, it's, it's comically big. How big <laughs> nice. this is. So she put packages in and I also bought like this Tupperware, this tub and mounted it to the side of my garage and it's waterproof. So if there's any real big packages, she can open it up and put it, put the packages in. Doesn't have to get out of the car. Everything's yeah, it's good. Just, it's like, a, made it as simple as possible. Well, that's nice. Of here you. a couple. Well, yeah, but you know, whatever. It's keep yeah. peace. It, no, yeah. it's good. It's good for all parties for sure. Yes, and Naria, thank you. Uh, but I'm not. I don't do it for thank yous, as yeah. you know. Yeah, you do um, it for the big package. That's right. <laughs> so here a couple weeks ago, she put. Uh, she just stuffed a bunch. We had bought a couple things on Amazon, and they all came at the same time. Mm-hmm. And she put everything in in the bin, but didn't close it. It was a day that was sleeting and snow and all that stuff, and and all the boxes got ruined. Nothing really got ruined, but everything was soaked inside. The boxes yeah. were just a mess. Getting them out, and my wife like was pissed, you know, because we kind of in all you know, if there's that much stuff, we have a covered porch. She could just walk to the house. Drop the stuff on the porch. Right. You know, if the dogs aren't out, they're not going to, you'll know they're not out. They're not going to sneak up behind. <laughs> yeah. Dogs are not infamously uh, sneaky. Yes. Um, and so m- my wife writes her a letter, you know, saying, hey, some of the stuff was ruined. Next time, if you have this thing, you know, if you have it, just please appreciate, you know, we got these bigger boxes and all that stuff. And then she, like she came and like, like my mom's the least confrontational person I know. If she had been more confrontational, I'd probably be a better kid. Um, uh, she, uh, she just like didn't lay into my mom, but like talked to her for like twenty minutes, like saying, "I try to do the best I can and stuff," and I'm like people don't appreciate me, and I guess I'll just get bit by a dog, and. Like all like all this stuff and like it's and it's going back and forth and I don't know it's just a big thing so I think she knocked off her mailbox so, so. <laughs> wow anyways yeah That's I mean it's not that great of a story it's just I like it <laughs> I just I like that I I like that there's a theory now that the male lady feels so unappreciated that she's destroying property oh yeah I could see it happening oh we did have somebody across. Um, like a couple nights ago, uh, I, I was laying in bed at 1130 mm-hmm. and I just having trouble falling asleep. All of a sudden I hear this rifle shot and I like sit up in bed yeah, and like look out my back window and there's a guy who had shot like within a hundred, hundred feet of our hundred, nah, hundred yards of our house, I guess, like into the field shooting for deer. So that was fun. Yeah. It's a the, good thing to wake up to. It's South Central PA, but rifles blasting. Yeah. Uh, so, Storyville. Yeah. Named after a city councilman, City Story, uh-huh. who wrote legislation that um, made this district uh, because I guess prostitution was a pretty bad thing back in 1879 or 1897. Mm-hmm. And uh, they designated this little area, this, what, 38 square block area or something to that effect. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, and uh, that uh, wasn't it wasn't ill it wasn't legal. Yeah, but it wasn't illegal. 
It, it wasn't legal, but it kept it from spilling out into the rest of the city. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm on uh, Atlas Obscura. And yeah. I like their header is New Orleans has always done things a little differently. <laughs> As if to prove that point, the red light district sprang up in an attempt to better organize and regulate the city's illicit activities. Yeah. Hell yeah. That sounds like, a, like if you're the right kind of person, mm-hmm. that could be a fun night. Oh, hell yeah. But I think your odds of survival, you know, like they, they decrease with each night you go each in night you hang out or maybe the they, they increase each night you go yeah. maybe yeah you're the regular you're the cool <laughs> you're the yeah. cool john <laughs> yeah cool john unless you're, you're one of like the musicians then you're mm-hmm. you're in good shape yeah well that's uh yeah this atlas obscure one thing is a pretty short little write-up but interesting um ah. and thomas like- charles anderson the mayor of storyville mm-hmm. Ooh. like to know that dude yeah <laughs> But also, um, <laughs> uh, shoot, what was I going to say about Storyville? Uh, yeah, so it is, it's considered pretty integral to the uh, origin of jazz. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, so you, you got to pay a price for the good things in life. Um, yes. People need to be having sex for jazz to happen. <laughs> Jazzy or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe yep. I don't know. Get a jazz cigarette, some chicks. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've. Which is funny because the guys who own the place seem they're they're all really nice, but they seem so like straight laced. And the fact that we've had a, our one of our flagship beers is Storyville, and another one named after the Axeman of New Orleans. Yeah, it just kind of rings. False. I like it though. You yeah, go through yeah. the history, like the seedy history of it. I like yeah. it. And then and we learned something tonight. Exactly. Felt, people. That is true. Ladies and gentlemen. That is true. Uh yeah. So Grapefruit Storyville. If you're ever in the New Orleans area, uh stop on by the tap room. First off, why have you not told me you'll be here? We 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 make ourselves available to all of you. Uh, secondly, stop on by the tap room and get some grapefruit storyville. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Um, cool. Um, mine is uh, from Dogfish Head, uh, The Perfect Disguise. I like it. I love your yeah. picture. Yeah. It is... Yeah. It's got a little couple tie-ins, but yeah. Um, so you can tell by the picture, and by mm. I'm holding it up, it's a pretty clear, pretty clear beer, and it's it's... <clears throat> what they're doing is it's it, they're saying it 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 tastes and looks like a um, a Kolsch a Kolsch Kolsch Kolsch, uh, but it's actually a double IPA. So it, it's sitting at like eight point eight yeah eight eight percent with about seventy IBU. So it's pretty it's a pretty heavy IPA, um, but it it does and it, it claims to have a more German uh, twist to it. And it, it's saying it's, uh, it's it's brewed with like four pounds of German and American hops per barrel. Um, so it it um it definitely doesn't taste like a double. I mean, this taste it it goes down really smooth. It's it's it is crisp. Um, 
there's nothing wrong with this beer. Really, there isn't. Um, I, I, it doesn't have like some of the uh, little more pungent aromas or flavors mm-hmm. to it. Um, it, it, but it's not. You know what I mean? There's, there's no dankness to it. It, it is crisp, and it's it's telling you pretty much straight. It's telling you what it's doing, <clears throat> um, and kind of hiding what it it actually is. So I I would um. I really like this beer. It's, and I could probably drink a lot, and that's kind of dangerous being at 8%, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, that is <clears throat> an approachable beer is the perfect yeah. disguise for an 8%. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it, it finishes real crisp or clean um, it, where some of the – I found some of the other German beers, like you get that – it's a weird lager effect. Yeah. Um, this doesn't have that kind of, but it, yeasty. Yeah. Uh, this is, it's a, it's a decent beer. It's, it's well-crafted. Nice. So well done, well done dogfish head. That's kind of their thing. Yes. Doing stuff. That's well done. Do. I like their, uh, I like their, uh, bottle artwork too, but yeah. Yeah. They, they always go not as much above as, and beyond. Not as much as I like Lego Batman. <laughs> yes. I had to. I was doing some creative things. Yeah, I, I like. I guess. Yeah, but yeah, once a week I can be creative. The rest of the time, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You only work with your hands for a living, so. <laughs> yeah. Some, myself included, would say that's. There's some creativity that goes into that. That's right. You need to see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well. Nice. I feel like I had something to say about Batman, but maybe not. <laughs> there's always guy seems always guy seems week. cool. Um, <sighs> yeah, um, yeah. That's pretty much it. All I have in the beer front. I got I got sick this weekend. My wife and I have been my my son got sick. What was it? Thursday night. No, was it Thursday night? Thursday night. Thursday night. Friday night, no Thursday night. Yeah, it was Thursday night, and I mean he went down hard, but it was only for one night, and he was fine. Ooh. My wife got sick sat, sat Friday. I got sick sat, Saturday, mm-hmm. and we've been just fighting it and fighting it since. So I guess it's good that we're sick now and he's not. But man, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, that and, does. Yeah, Nyquil is a godsend when it comes to colds. That's my go-to thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not anti Nyquil. I like Nyquil, but the problem is, I feel like the next day I'm still in a fog. I don't know what it is about that particular um, thing, whatever it is. I don't know medicine, but but yeah. I I like it. But the next day, I'm just like, I feel like I need twelve hours of sleep every time I take it. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about that. No. So just forgive my voice yes. as you forgive it every week. Um, oh, stop. Um, how about you? Any other beers or anything you got uh, going on? Anything fun? No. Any rough times at the at the know, uh, at the Port Orleans? Oh, hotel? Port Orleans. No, no rough times uh, necessarily. Have you had any fights in there? Have you had to break anything up? 
No. No. It's this place is far too family friendly for for yeah. for my liking. Any not that any... not that uh Riff Raff can't also get in, but really the the biggest thing was the the pimento cheeseburger guy that I talked about a couple maybe yeah. a month or two ago now. Hmm. How about um any VIPs? Uh not Visibly, th- physically what is it? Do you have one of those signs? Uh yeah. vis- visibly intoxicated persons? No. <laughs> um hey actually again it happened once again that uh steve gleason was in the building and i was not there oh (laughs) it was uh i tell you what a rough lot in life i have oh yeah poor you man never get to meet steve um but yeah he was he was there again we had a big um big uh one of our owners was a teammate of his on uh, on the Saints, and uh, so we worked very closely with his uh, team, Gleason Foundation. And there was a big uh, to do, where uh, there was a uh, donation matching situation, and uh, there was a big check and some photos, and I was nowhere to be found. Hmm. You had your Drew Brees hat on somewhere. Where is that? I have it. I think it's in my loft now. But my bedazzled number forty hat. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah. yeah, I got uh, some kinfolk coming down your way. I my, know. My, my old roommate is now. Uh, he's a special teams assistant coach. He was uh, special teams coordinator at Penn State last his last job, mm-hmm. and now he's. He's down there. He was my, yeah, my old roommate. All right, might be might be time to take a trip down to the bayou. Yeah. Well, that's that. After we head out the the P and W. Yeah. Next on the list. Yep. Is down there. My brother is actually moving there in March. The P and W. Cool. Not the bayou. Portland. Yes. Yeah. Very good. And then. You're heading out there when? When don't you have trips scheduled for out there? No, nothing officially on the books. Um, OT's going to uh, Seattle in the end at the end of March for a work conference, and I'm trying to. Oh man, I had an opportunity today. I've been trying to get um, to actually talk to my manager face to face before I book a flight. Um, yeah. But I want to go with her because I've never been to Seattle. Um, well, what's cool is, and this is what we're doing, is there is a train that goes from Seattle to Portland. Ah. Like, and I think, I can't remember how long, and it's not that long of a trip. If you look at where they are, you know, Portland's upper part of Oregon, Seattle's lower part of Washington. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, and there's a train that just kind of winds right up, and that's how we're flying into Portland mm-hmm. and hanging out, out with um, Master Zed for a while, for two days, and then heading up to... Uh, oh, yeah, there's a three-and-a-half-hour train ride. That's yeah. Not, not that's bad the, at all. That's what we're taking right up to Seattle. 35 bucks? Damn. <coughs> well, yeah, according like to this ad. Huh? It's like the L, yeah. L, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll drop you off right where you want to be. <laughs> 
Just hop on the green line. You'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let Jim do any of your booking. Yeah. What a like. <laughs> what a trip bad, advisor. Yeah. What a bad sort of circumstances for you guys. You wind up in a terrible neighborhood. And then walk up to find that you can't even get into the museum because there's so many people there. Yeah. And we need to, yeah, so we can get back for, I can't remember what. Yeah. And then we had to sit and wait for some other train. God, we walked, we had to walk two miles, two or three miles just to get to the place. <laughs> anyway, that's for another podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Beer World, I feel like I've got nothing. I did uh, take advantage of working at a brewery. I um, I guess I've got that. Uh, we were going to the parades on Saturday night. Um, for anyone wondering, Mardi Gras is not one day. It's more of a marathon than a sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, so Saturday night was the uh, Crew de Vue parades, which uh, are famous for... Um, Kind of um, being raunchy and uh, lampooning local uh, politicians, um, but this year there was a strong presence of NFL referees. Imagine that. Oh no! All right, <laughs> they're it's actually... time to get over it, people. Nope. <laughs> time to get over it. Nope. Um, there, yeah. Well, the the Rams like um, scoring three points in the Super Bowl added fuel to the fire. But mm. not the kind of fuel you'd think. Like it, it wasn't really a. Uh, uh, it was more of a um, icing on the cake. It wasn't. It wasn't like a, like God damn it, that could have been us. It was very much like, yeah, that's what you get. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Enjoy the worst Super Bowl of all time. That's funny. But uh, yeah, there were some good uh, bird box refs and. Uh, yeah. And um, I don't know Trump blowing Muhammad or something like that. There was, <laughs> there was some really? aggr- some aggressive stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oof. yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, it's very it's a raunchy parade. Um, but I grabbed a bunch of low fills from the cooler and uh, filled up a crawler and headed um, down towards the quarter. So very good. That was cool. Just uh, you know, free beer is always I- good beer. And do you, you guys got a crowler machine? We do, and it sucks. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, like it's I. It I can't get everyone on the same page. I'm trying to get everybody to stop selling crawlers, um, because the seam, the seamer, uh, it doesn't uh, seal it well. Well, and, get in there and fix that shit. Well, yeah, I I I can't. Someone needs to, but no one will. Uh, until go go to YouTube. See, there you go. That's my first mistake. I should have gone with my gut and hopped on YouTube. Um, and then six hours later, yeah. then you address the problem. <laughs> yeah, guys, we still have a problem. <laughs> All right, are you, are you guys okay? I'm just gonna watch this. There's one more thing. Um, I'm gonna look that up right now. How to fix a crawler machine? Uh, but. The problem is people keep selling them and uh, crawler seamer. Check Are they like leaking uh, CO2? Um, did you, they leak beer. Like we don't treat yeah. it for CO2 or anything um, or treat it with CO2 or anything like that. But it just uh, it, it 
will slowly leak. And if you let it sit for like a week, it's probably going to taste like moldy bread. Yeah. Yeah. That stinks. Yeah. And I mean, literally. Mm hmm. It does. Yeah. Literally. And people are just kind of too laissez faire about it. So it ends up being like. Uh, like we shouldn't fill crawlers and someone will sell one and then someone sees it and they're like, Oh, I want, I want a crawler. And it's like, well, <laughs> it's tough for me to tell, you no when no. someone just walked out with one. Thanks guys for selling that crawler. Yeah. Crawlers are the best invention ever. They oh, really are because it's like, fantastic. My only aversion to it is that it's, it's not our machine is not seaming them properly. Yeah. That's all. I- I'm just like overall, like, you know, because the growler is a great invention, but like you have to have one in your vehicle at all times. Right. Just in case. Mm-hmm. And luckily I do. But <laughs> for those case, in as case the, where you as hit luck two batteries on the way home. Yeah. Uh, a growler is great, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And it's usually um, like ours are priced really well. Like, pretty much everything we have on tap is $11 in a growler. Wow, that's that is really good. Yeah, I couldn't believe. I I forget where I was. I was at another brewery. Oh, I was at Miel across the street from me here, and excuse me. Um, they're great. Their beers are awesome. Um, and their crawlers are pretty well priced. But I was looking. It was like twenty eight dollars for a crawler, or a growler fill. Not a crawler, a growler fill. I'm like thirty bucks for, cause what is it, sixty four ounces? It's pretty so much, yeah. It's four pints. Four beers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's pricey. Yeah, but eleven dollar <coughs> crawlers moving out of Port Orleans. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. And then I, I actually have had to talk a few people out of crawlers, um, because they'll want something like. They want a crawler of Gleason. Like, yeah. Well, um, and with Gleason being a um, a uh, having a charity element to it, the the crawler is higher priced. Yeah. Um, so I tell them like, well, I'll do it for you, but you can get a six pack for ten dollars, which is going to be way more beer. Save a couple bucks. Money still going to Team Gleason, um, <laughs> and. It's not going to be that much more fresh out of the uh, tap because it's all made right behind us. Yeah. So it's still it's still super fresh. So I have had to talk a couple of people out of that. I'm like, I, I want a crawler of Storyville. Like you're way better hmm. getting six beers for nine bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, our six packs are nine dollars. That's great. Yeah, with the exception of Gleason and our new Blondale. Wow. Because and, and they're ten. So yeah, our beer prices beer. are cheap beer. Our beer prices are great. Yeah. Uh, eleven dollar crawlers. Like a lot of growler fills are eighteen bucks. So yeah. yeah. And I didn't realize how low's low ours were until I started actually paying attention to people others. Other people's. Wow. Just nailing the language. Hmm. <sighs> so I was like, damn. All right. Um, did you... Oh, 
Are you kidding me? Okay, so I was just I was looking, and this is gonna I'm gonna tie this back into movies here mm-hmm. uh, right now. Um, I was uh, earlier tonight. I was just messing around on Twitter because of uh, a comment that we had gotten from uh, one of our very good fans about maybe someone who we who we were or weren't following mm-hmm. um, on Twitter, and uh, it is one of the storylines that comes up. It said that um, people were outraged at John Wayne oh. for making racist comments in 1971 in a Playboy uh, uh, Playboy issue, uh-huh. and like people were like outraged. I'm thinking, well, they're outraged about something that happened 40 <laughs> years ago, like almost 50 years ago, to a guy who died, you know over 40 years ago like who do you think john wayne was <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> i mean i it, it doesn't excuse it but it's just funny like that's what you that's what you're choosing to expel your energy I, on yes i mean that was a generation of people like you know you know my grandparents calling people color folk or <laughs> yeah you know in in not out of love but in some cases not entirely out of malice i don't think out but more out of ignorance mm-hmm. you know i i would hope at least for my grandparents yeah you know um but anyways i was looking on that so I was, I was looking to see that but then i see that there is a kickstarter mm-hmm. yes i'm looking at this right now uh for for, and this is weird because I watched The Departed today at work. Nice. I, well, I basically listened to it. Yeah. Um, and I shut it off right be after uh, Matt Damon's, you know, lying dead on the floor. And he pans up to see uh, the skyline of Boston and the rats are on the on the guardrail, which is one of Scorsese's. I don't know why he did that. Um, but that's what... There, there's a Kickstarter to remove that the rats from the departed, I suppose, right? Yeah, yeah. From the end, like, why would they do that? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's uh, <laughs> that's something that's uh, that's what the internet's for. Not for getting upset about something that you can't change from uh, half a century ago. Yeah. So let's change something from a, t- a decade ago. <laughs> I, I guess according to this one thing I'm reading it says it's it's tongue in cheek, but <laughs> I don't. Oh, know. Yeah. I do think it's funny um, that someone's. Uh, I don't know. It's not subtle. I guess like that's. Is that what they're upset about? Is it? It's just such a in-your-face uh, closer, or I don't know. I don't know. I. It's just. It's. It's kind of weird. Yeah, that's funny. What a strange. Uh... It's weird though, because I literally just watched that, like, within the last seven hours or maybe six hours. That's so funny. I watched the end of that. <laughs> mm. I love it. 
Uh, it's so weird, but yeah. Uh, so speaking of movies, yeah, on the subject of movies, <sighs> I'm curious to know what you thought of Eighth Grade. Good. All right, so let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Eighth Grade was, came out last year, uh, directed by Bo Burnham, who this is his first uh, direct. He wrote, he wrote, directed this directorial debut and we both i i think i can speak for us both we both love bo burnham yes Uh, absolutely very creative um intense dude uh funny creative all the things you know and i was really surprised that he decided to go out on this limb to do this uh it is streaming on amazon right now it stars elsie fisher and that's pretty much all you need to know it's her and her dad, but she is the main subject of this. And um, had I not, I mean, I'm obviously, I don't, I didn't spend much time as an eighth grade girl. No. Uh, but I did, you know, we all grew up with some kind of angst as a teenager. You know, yeah. where do we fit in? What do we do? How do we, how do we fit in this world? Right. Um, this movie does a phenomenal job of doing that, mm-hmm. and does a really good job of catching the zeitgeist of this point in time. Mm-hmm. And because it it has it does a lot with social media. Um, you know, there's a line in there like um, one of the grown ups says something about Facebook, and one of the the teenagers says, "We don't." we don't use Facebook, you know, you know, we use, you know, Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. Yeah. And, um, um, and it, it, uh, Elsie Fisher plays, uh, Kayla, who's the main, uh, character in this. And it's, it, it's basically a, uh, snapshot, like a, a 10 day period of her life. And, how, what it's like for her to be graduating from eighth grade, you know, getting ready to go into high school. Mm-hmm. And um, she's kind of an outcast, but she had aspirations to be more, do more, um, and fit in. And what what lengths she's willing to do to do that. Um, it doesn't go all, like, dramatic and, like, you know, there's no... <clears throat> huge life-altering circumstances or anything like that it's it's pretty much a snapshot of a kid's life and like a very awkward point in uh i would say in a girl's life is eighth grade where you're you know Mm -hmm. trying to you know uh go from fun and games to whatever you know I, i i really think he captures it really well i'd like to hear I really wish I could have watched this with my wife, mm-hmm. um, but we're limited on that. I would be anxious to hear a woman's point of view on this. Um, and but overall, I really like. I think it was really well shot. There's a lot of, it's a lot of modern stuff mixed in with a lot of. I, I think you really like the soundtrack for this. Really like the soundtrack. See if you can track that down. Listen to it. Um, it's very synthy, very pop synth. Nice. Um, I know you you dig that kind of stuff. I do love that. Um, and uh, yeah, 
Uh, overall, I I really enjoyed it. I gave it an eight. Um, nice. It's funny. There's <laughs> this girl, Elsie Fisher. She played one of the um, the Despicable Me girls, mm-hmm. Groot's daughters, like when she was five. So she's been acting for a while. And when she right as this movie was being released, she mm-hmm. t- got cut from her high school play. <laughs> And I don't think she had told anybody she was in this movie. And then, yeah, she got cut. So, <laughs> joke's on them. Yeah. Because she really does a great job. Like, she, it, what's great is her just awkwardness. It, and she really captures it. And, like, you really feel for her. It's, it's, she, it's well done. And whether it's her, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of her acting and a lot of his direction that, that capture it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, great casting, great acting, great direction. I'm happy. You know who has uh, the first credit on the soundtrack credits is Enya. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. that's uh, <laughs> You're thinking of last week. I know. <laughs> I, I, what if that I just, that just I became I don't, I our... I never listened our... to the whole episode, but I always fast forward to the end <laughs> to see what the song is. Yeah, you had a lot of fast forwarding to do last week. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah. Uh, that's, I, you know, I blame myself. I <laughs> I had that imperial porter and then uh, put down that wheat wine. Yeah, we were like, you put down the gauntlet earlier. Like, I don't think about drinking tonight. Yeah, I have a lot of work tomorrow. Cut hurt me. Yeah, cut to next morning. I wake up at four a.m. on the couch, uh, and then uh, move to bed. Then I. Get Wake up at noon with the text from my boss from six. He's like, "Hey, I'm not feeling well today. Anyway, you can come in." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I actually did. I I texted him. I was like, "I can be there in 20 minutes if it helps you." <laughs> no, I needed that like six hours ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, I would recommend this. I actually would because nice. this is. Um, I I don't even what's rated. I didn't even notice. I mean, there's some cursing in it. Um, it's rated R. It's not. It's not an R-rated movie. It's a PG-13 at best. Like that's bullshit. That is crap. Really? If you're gonna have, was well, it bullshit or is it crap? Because if, if it's crap, it can be PG-13. I mean, even bullshit would be <laughs> PG-13. Yeah. If it's probably. fucking bullshit, then maybe an R. This is fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. You shit out on someone's face. Now we're now we're getting close to some lines. Anyways, um, yeah, watch it. Yeah, check it out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to, but Bo Burnham, not a girl. Gotta gotta wonder is that problematic? Yeah. Jim- <sighs> uh, yeah, I I do want to go ahead and watch this one as well. Um, so I'm glad <laughs> you enjoyed it. Uh. I am a fan of Bo Burnham himself, so there's I mean it is um and like I in the farthest thing away, like I'm literally almost thirty years away from fourteen or from eighth grade. Nice. And so like I have no idea what it's like now, mm-hmm. obviously, but it, it feels it feels really authentic. Um yeah. and very sincere. So that's awesome. That's yeah, I I think that that's one of the like what good comedy is and one of the things that Bo Burnham's so good at is um 
is authenticity. Instead of going for laughs, go for authenticity and then explore mm-hmm. the absurdity of authenticity. Yeah. And well, and pointing out the, uh, uh, like the, the fakeness or, you know, the poser mm-hmm. mentality. And this, it's really, it does a really good job at that too. That just like shining the, shine a light on just how, how fake we all are sometimes. So nice. Awesome. I like it. So, um, you assigned me, the remastered series, um, yes. which as of right now, I believe it's five, um, five, uh, little, uh, documentaries. Uh, and I told you I, I watched one so far and, uh, probably not the one you think. So I actually started with, um, remastered massacre at the stadium. Um, the documentary that questions who killed Victor Hara, Chilean musician and activist who died during the dictatorship in his country. Uh, and I don't know why. When I sat down, I searched um, remastered and I looked through um, the titles. I clicked on this one and I looked at the, the blurb about it. And I was like, this sounds really interesting. Um <laughs> So it's about... <laughs> it is a surprise. Yeah. It's about Victor Hara, who's uh, known as uh, Chile's Bob Dylan. Um, so you, No way. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really funny if he did. Like, <laughs> just in, in sung that in Spanish. No mas. <laughs> Uh, with the like harmonica thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the the troubadour mm-hmm. whole style. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so he was a um, political folk singer, and uh, this uh, talks about the um, Pinochet uh, regime and uh, the dictatorship and uh, kind of this coup that uh, happened and wound up a bunch of um chilean people uh in the um in the soccer stadium and uh victor hara himself uh who as being a political singer was um against the dictatorship uh he is tortured um and just the some of the descriptions are very unpleasant. Um, it, it never gets too bad, but as like too graphic. But you just think about like, I don't know, a fucking human being being killed over songs is so fucking sad and gross mm. um, for anything, really. Like to be, you know, being ki- <laughs> killed is uh, is a dumb thing. Um, but since that's the focus of this story, that's what I was thinking about. Um, just that they torture him. Because he had, because he made music that was critical of um, of the dictatorship in Chile. Mm. Uh, it's just crazy. Um, it's uh, they've got some really good access. Uh, they talked to his uh, widow Joan, um, and they actually tracked down some people who were actually part of the um, military group that. Um, 
marched through the streets and, and took all these political prisoners. Um, and they do get to talk to some of the political prisoners as well. Um, it's for me personally, um, it's a good jumping off point. Like it's, it's short, it's an hour long. Um, and at this point, it's just kind of wet my appetite to learn more about it. It's it's up to you to to yeah yeah to, to they did their job in and getting you. Hey, right. I want to check out more of this and right. Let me let me find his music. Let me find exactly. It's called yeah. And they they utilize the because the the runtime is pretty short. They utilize the runtime well, so it's not like there's a bunch of stuff that fluff pieces there's some really interesting stuff in there um and i highly recommend it um but uh, yeah it all ultimately um i'm gonna have to do some some extracurriculars here because now now i'm very interested in um in him and and just kind of the whole um dictatorship because i guess yeah the the cia was like had this guy back it's so yeah, it's like what the shit we did in easy. It's great. Central and South America, yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Oh yeah, yeah. Um So, yeah, I I recommend it. Um but it is it is a a jumping off point like I said. Um but I'm glad I watched it and um I'm looking forward to the rest of uh the rest of the series. So, very cool. So yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, what else have you watched this week? Um, so I got a couple more outside of the remastered. Yeah, um, I watched uh, Ant Man and Wasp. Nice streaming on Netflix. Uh, yes. Um, uh, I liked Ant Man. I think we talked about it. We never really. Or have you seen it? I've not seen Ant Man. Okay. All right. So I I'm uh, I liked Ant Man. This is more the same. Not a whole lot. They're not breaking a whole lot of new ground. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really interacting with the rest of the Marvel universe yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like I said, self-contained. Um, some cool, a, a lot of cool, like, miniature to full size to bigger size, like, playing with stuff. Uh, Paul Rudd is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that guy. Uh, he's, I don't want to like him, but I end up liking him anyways. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's why. Uh, over, why don't you uh, want to like him? <laughs> uh, no, it's just like one of those things. Like you know, oh, you're gonna you're gonna like this movie because Paul Rudd's in it. Oh, well, try me. And then by the end of it, I'm like, oh, Paul, you uh, you got me again. I like this movie. What was your favorite part? <laughs> Paul Rudd. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's like, oh, Paul, you won me over. Damn it, um, Paul. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> if if you're into it. You know, check it out. Uh, I gave it a six. It's, you know, it, it, whatever. It's, I mean, it's another super, it, like you, you, and I'm not going to like break any ground. I'm not going to really want to break it down because it's, there's nothing really to break down. I mean, you're either going to watch it or you aren't. But, uh, yeah, it was fine. Um, they did, they did do some cool stuff and it's good to see Michael Douglas still active because he's always been one of my faves. And Michael Pena's in it, so nice. Yeah, and Walter Coo- Walter uh, Walter Goggins is in it. Goggins? Gog- Goggins? I don't know. Goggins. I don't Goggins. know which one Goggins. it is. But 
Yes. And Bobby Cavanaugh, uh, what is his name? Cavanaugh. Yeah. Yeah. He's in it. I and love Judy him. Greer, who I love. And T.I. I love her too. It. So, yeah, there's some good stuff. T.I.P. Uh, he, yeah. He wants us to stop buying Gucci. So, Brad, I think you should stop buying Gucci. Oh, yeah. That's right. Because I know because that you and I, um, on our well, wild podcaster salary, we're well, known to we're known to rock a lot of you Gucci. Can see, this is my Gucci. Yeah, clearly flannel. that's clearly that's Burberry. So you got the memo. Yes. Good on you. Oh, it's just weird because um, uh, I don't know why she does it, mm-hmm. but in eighth grade, so uh, the girl like does like uh, YouTube blogs or YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and she signs every thing off with Gucci. Yeah, Which Gu- I have. I don't know what that means. Gucci no, has kind of become. Well, we'll see where it goes now, but it had become slang for like, oh, everything's good, everything's Gucci. Ah, uh, well, um, not anymore. Yeah, according according, I get all my Gucci news from Mav's podcast. <laughs> yeah, which we're always covering. But yeah, that. Uh, did you look at that blackface sweater? No, but I can just imagine. It's insane. It. It's insane. It's insane. And like, I, I know I'm making fun of T.I., but yeah, fuck like the yeah. fact that that was green lighted definitely deserves a fuck you towards Gucci. Yeah. Um, but T.I. <laughs> probably yeah. spent more on Gucci than I've made. So yeah. Don't 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 make a call to the people to <laughs> boycott yeah. Gucci. Like, yeah, it's literally like <laughs> No one has bought less Gucci. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, I'm sure you've never bought anything Gucci. No. I mean, yeah. It's like, no. Who are you preaching to? Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's pretty much saying, "Hey, all, I'm sorry about all this Gucci stuff." Yeah, we we need to stop. You need to stop because <laughs> we buy. I. I. Yeah. yeah. It just it was one of those funny things where because Ti really has become like a really um, great like kind of presence for change, um, but you know he he is a hugely successful rapper, yeah. and sometimes those guys overplay their hand and show <laughs> just they fall into some trappings. They show yeah, and I mean the, the fact like. The fact that the scandals people are going down for now and we're just making fun of him for talking about yeah. Gucci, like, yeah. good on you, dude. Um, good on him for sure. Yeah. But because <laughs> we've seen with, it get uh, so much with, worse. With firearms, you know, imprisonment, t- imprison time yeah. on his on his record, you know. Yeah. Bouncing back. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now and I'm, I'm such a... I'm a firm believer in the the ideology that people can change. And I think when someone tells you people can't change, you should run in the opposite direction because what that person's telling you is I won't change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just, you know, every now and then you just he he clearly was just showing how detached from the reality. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, anytime we see any of the, I mean, we're gonna have it this weekend when we see the Oscars, right? Yeah. When we see, yeah. you know, it how how different, you know. Yeah. I'm sitting in my basement, and I got a nice basement. I get, yeah. It's pretty, pretty cool. But mm. I'm about a million light years away from, you know. Well, yeah. Where the the Oscars are gonna be, or you know, where the Grammys are, you know, the red carpet and all that crap. Yeah. I, um, someone actually, 
I want to say it was Ben Shapiro. Um, but I agree with him. He, he, um, because when Robert De Niro, um, gave that speech and said, fuck Trump and everyone's like, Oh, you know, brave Robert De Niro speaks out. (laughs) Ben Shapiro, as much as I don't agree with him and kind of across the spectrum, I was, I was like, yeah, you're hundred percent right. He's like, that's not brave. He didn't risk anything saying that. He he, he said it to a room full of people that agree with him. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Like, unless you're like David Duke or some, somebody you'd like, like you should never like don't ever like you should never apologize for saying hey he had a good point or she had a good point you know oh yeah like you I, know what I mean I like, don't think people can be yeah have good points and be have a lot of bad points or yeah. you know and it's okay like we talked about uh, yeah Les- Leslie Nielsen lastly <laughs> but yeah the. Uh... Yeah, well, I I feel like it's it's one of those, and Matt and I have talked about this before. It's like you're you're with us or you're against us, and you're like, well, Ben Shapiro had a good point. It's like, well, then you're against us. Like, I'm fine. actually not against you. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually very close on the spectrum. You're just authoritative. Yes, <laughs> I listen to. Uh, well, we're devolving. Um, yes, there's a Dan Carlin uh, does hardcore history. I don't know if you ever heard of that. I am familiar. Yes. But I've never does, listened to but it. But they're like epic long. They're like four and five hour episodes. He puts them out once every six months. Oh, wow. And then he has like a four or five. Uh, sometimes they're like four or five episodes long. So it takes like two years for it's like an audio book pretty much. And then but he Holy does these shit. addendums where uh, hardcore addendums, mm-hmm. hardcore history addendums where he was uh, this last week, he put one out and he was talking pretty much just about the whole concept of left and right and, and that and like how muddled it gets. And it's, yeah. a, it's an interesting listen if, if you guys get the chance. Yeah. No, but. Cause it's funny. Cause there's, there's so many people that I like fall in line with. Um, but I think that they don't see me as someone who agrees with them. Like I'm someone they need to win over because they have this misshapen form, this misshapen opinion about me. I guess I don't know. Yeah, um, I agree. But I agree with that, but not with the rest of what you say. Yeah, well, that's okay, as we just explored. But anyways, um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> Movie <Ant-Man>? wise, <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. I guess yeah. it really was just okay. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. Uh, I did go see uh, Lego Movie 2. Nice. But I think we're going to wait and talk about that in maybe two weeks. Yeah. So we can talk about it together. Yes. <clears throat> um, I also watched uh, Cocaine Cowboys. Nice. Uh, rewatched it, and I can't believe how much I forgot about this movie. It's streaming on Tubi right now. It's a really, really good documentary. I mean, it's it's so fascinating, and they get really good access to a couple of the big, maybe not the big hitters. Like you really want to talk to Griselda mm-hmm. um, and some of the higher the higher up guys, but these are some of the very integral, in, integral, integral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the, like the. 
uh, higher up go betweens. Um, uh, the guy that <clears throat> uh, facilitated the drugs coming into the country, and not so much selling of it and all the bloodshed that went along with it. But uh, very, very good documentary uh, directed by Billy Corbin, the guy that did uh, uh, he did the U, mm. which was a great uh, thirty for thirty. Thirty for thirty, yeah. I don't know if you ever saw that or not. I did, um, definitely. Uh, he's a Miami guy. Anyways, uh, Cowboy, uh, Cowboy, Cocaine Cowboys streaming on Tubi, and that kind of that's my uh, my suggestion for the listeners this week. Nice. Yeah. Uh, check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, Tubi is T U B I. Uh, it's a free app. You have to watch some ads during it, but it's not that bad. It's like forty five seconds every. 45 minutes mm-hmm. i would say oh yeah so a couple commercials two three yeah nice yeah it's been a while since i've seen this one but uh yeah uh yeah what i i re-rated it because i hadn't seen it since i started rating stuff yeah i gave it an eight i probably probably should give it a nine because it's just it it's really well done it's one of those really good well done documentaries um yeah yeah and I mean, it's got such, like you said, yeah, they're definitely, you can, you can make a wish list of people that you want them to talk to, but it's got such a, such good access to, yeah, to people. So, mm-hmm. Mm. yeah. And that's why I uh, started out the episode um, saying my middle name, because like Griselda, the God, or what? Uh, the godmother. Yeah. Godmother of cocaine or whatever. She was, uh. I mean, a root. She grew up as a prostitute, mm-hmm. uh, like a teen, or like probably younger than a teenage prostitute in Medellin, Colombia. Mm-hmm. Moved to Florida, became a, a a queen pin, and was just ruthless. And one of her, she named her last kid. Yeah, uh, I can't remember his first name, but his his or uh, maybe I don't know. But it, part of his name is Michael Cor- Corleone. And mm-hmm. yeah, like that's some, uh, <laughs> that's some, some, some shit right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now he has a reality TV show. Of mm-hmm. course. Be- being Michael. So. Michael Corleone. Um, yeah. So check it out on Tubi. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Um, I have been continuing my journey down Black Mirror. Yes. Um, I know I, I told you I watched the Christmas episode, but I actually forgot. I also watched the Waldo moment, um, which is. Oh, yeah. I wonder what that, that's all about. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it's actually pretty. You just set up the um, premise for me. So it's about this guy who. Uh, He's a uh, failed comedian, but he voices a like cartoon bear, um, and then he kind of becomes this. Uh, how do I describe what he what he is? He he um he finds himself like involved in, as kind of like a political. He's just kind of lampooning politicians. Um, he's not actually. Uh, not like John Stewart or something with like the Daily Show where they would make fun of him, but they had a they had a point to make. He's just kind of ripping on them and how they're just basically like triumph triumph the insult, insult 
kind of. And I think he fancies himself to be a little more than that, but he really ultimately is only that. Um, but it is, uh, well, it's not that old. Um, <laughs> I was going to say it's, it's very, you know, it, Oh, it's 2013, um, but it still feels pretty, very fresh um, as far as like it's things are used as distractions um, to instead of actually talking about politics and talking about issues and talking about policies and stuff like that. We have all these um, distractions and uh, gotcha. and yeah, the Waldo moment. uh kind of highlights that is that sometimes you're listening to these things and you're laughing about these things but in reality they're they're not offering anything um and uh it was okay it it was good um it actually is of the season it's one of the lower ranked uh episodes by users but i i've been going through and ranking them since they are all since it's an anthology um they're all different um so i get i give it a seven do you remember whenever uh, Eminem had a diss track against Triumph? Yes, that was horrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just, yeah. just going to move past that. <laughs> so um, the next one that I watched was uh, White Christmas, and it stars uh, John Hamm. Uh, Rafi Spall, who I recognize. I'm going to look up real quick what else I might have seen in him. Oh, he's in uh, The Ritual. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it looks like he's also in... He's also known for the big short Life of Pi and Hot Fuzz, but I really only remember him in The Ritual. I only remember him as You've Got Red on You. You've Got Red on You. <laughs> Is that him? Yes, that's Shit. him. That's that's um, you know, you know. I was, you know, how old are you? You know, I got, I got things I want to do with your life, my life. When? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I really yeah. can't. Sean Deb was a long time ago. That's yeah. Sixteen, sixteen years ago, I think. Uh, Shit. You're getting old, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I don't mind it so much, but then when I realize I can't remember stuff I've seen a lot, then I, then I start to be like, eh, this is t- this actually is kind of dumb, this whole, <laughs> this whole time thing. I, I haven't reached Matt's level now. It was like, time is crazy. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. time. I think he said time is subjective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I understand what he's getting at, but yes, it's just a funny statement. <laughs> um Easy, Einstein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure it's constant. Um, but so this one was good. It's about uh, these two guys. They're they're in um, a uh, they're in this cabin. Like they're kind of like secluded. And uh, the what, the guy from Shaun of the Dead, you may you may remember. Mm-hmm. Um he uh he's quiet and uh John Hamm's character is the uh the talkative one um and he uh is trying to get this guy to open up and 
<sighs> so um, they're kind of going through. There's there's three main through lines. There's the one storyline that is how John Hamm found himself in this secluded cabin. Um, the other is how um, Rafe Spall found himself in this secluded cabin, and then the um, the other storyline is them actually in the cabin. Um, so they do a nice little job of a uh, little balancing act of those three. And then the two, um, the stories that John Hammond and Rafe Spall tell kind of function almost as like um, Black Mirror episodes with, dude, episodes within the episode, bro. It's crazy. Um, but they're good. And uh, it all worked together really nicely. There's a solid twist, so I won't don't want to spoil that. So is it, it's 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 mostly dialogue based. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's um, it's not too heavy on dialogue, but it it leans on it more than more than other um, more than other episodes for sure. So, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's um, a nice thing about these Black Mirror, like even the ones that I haven't enjoyed, like. It goes by quick. It's like 45 yeah. minutes to an hour. Yeah. Um, I pretty much didn't like any of the episodes in the first season, and I still breezed right through it. Um, and it didn't discourage me enough to stop watching. So so there's yeah. that. Um, but, yeah, I feel like maybe um, the, uh, the creative team behind it is starting to find their stride now. This is um, – What's that, end of season two? Yeah, White Christmas is the last episode in season two. Um, I liked the, uh, what was it called, White Bear? Um, (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, it was called White Bear. Um, I think that was my, um, no, you know what? I think I liked White Christmas better. Um, But those those are two really solid episodes. in a in a four episode season and uh yeah i'm looking forward to uh to keeping on uh keeping on keeping it moving i guess very good yeah um yeah speaking of um just it just brought me back because i imdb'd the ritual uh i know we both really like that movie yeah uh if you get a chance if you haven't watched the ritual it's on netflix uh it's a netflix original i'm pretty sure right i believe so yeah yeah, so check that out. Some pretty good shots, um, pretty good story, mm-hmm. uh, pretty tense. Not, not, not. You could do worse with your time. Definitely, definitely. Hour and thirty-four minutes, nice and short. <clears throat> and um, I was just looking real quick on things to watch, or more like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it always brings up a lot of the same uh, stuff. But uh, the Apostle, I don't think you watch that yet have no you? i haven't and i i think i was gonna wait to review that throw it uh throw it at me I'll, I'll no, throw no, it I, no i mean i uh, well i'm gonna write it down so that yeah i trick myself if you get it if it. you do end up watching it i because i i did watch it i did there's a lot of stuff to talk about in that movie i think yeah. i think um very tense so anyways Sorry to no 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 you're good derail us. That's what we're here for. Um, yes, by talking about other movies. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, 
I also, I know I talked about it on Mavs, um, probably spoiled it if you haven't seen it, but did you, oh, yeah. <laughs> did you watch Abducted in Plain yeah. Sight at all? Yeah. Okay. We need to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I definitely down to talk about it again. I just, if, if you hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> no, I, I, per, I pretty much watched it like within minutes of you. Really? To, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, abducted in plain sight. It's on Amazon right now. It, like you said, it's not an Amazon original, which this seems like right up their alley. Oh, it's a, it's on Netflix. Or I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, but it's not. Yeah, it's it, not. It's not a Netflix original. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Which is okay. Um. I'm. I'm sorry. I just fell sure. down a little bit of a rabbit hole because. Anyways. Um. Yeah. So. Ducks in Plain Sight, it's it's a okay. So you guys broke it down a little bit on map or a lot a bit of, on map. Yeah. Um I'm here it's, there. It, <laughs> it's a dock. Um and right away you know that the person that is in trouble is alive. So you're mm-hmm. like, okay, good. Like you know what I mean? Like you get that sense of you know, they're talking about this girl who this guy had a crush on, this mm-hmm. old man had a crush on. She shows up in the dock within the first five minutes of the movie, right? So you're like, right. oh, she's alive, and she's talking about the situation. You're like, okay, so what happened? And she seems very put together. Mm-hmm. Like, And they interview her sisters before they interviewed her, and you're looking at her. She's the oldest. The other two, I mean, she looks like, I, I don't want to. Well, fuck it. She she's the oldest, and she looks like she, she looks she aged the best. She, a very yes, she's very very pretty, mm-hmm. um, and and seems like she's put together too. Like she's you know holds herself well, mm-hmm. um, and they slowly tell this story of how this, and I think you had the biggest problem you had was like, uh, I think they. Uh, the documentary tried to paint this man as this like master manipulator yeah. of people yeah. and how he, how he was able to abduct this girl, mm-hmm. dupe the parents, dupe the FBI, dupe like Interpol pretty much. Yeah. You know, like pretty much get away with abducting someone twice because like within the first 30 minutes, you get to the point where he abducts this girl. And you're like, well, where's it going to go from here? Yeah, that, well, and that it was goes fast. So much more. Like, there's so many like different twists and turns. So you were talking about how, um, uh, you know, you thought the the parents were to blame, right? And, I and, mean, uh, they and they are, they are to blame. Yeah, I don't know. They definitely don't solely. Obviously, the guy who committed the crime deserves blame, but. Absolutely. But like you were you were you were kind of looking at the, um, you know, this master manipulator like they had no chance but like fall into his gaze. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he pretty much mind tricked them into let in like, yes, they had their own faults and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I I agree with you that he was he wasn't this mass like he wasn't you know, Blofeld mm-hmm. or something like that, where he's like trying to take over the world. Yeah. But he like, uh, there was that one segment where he was talking, they were talking to the guy's brother where he was a 
car salesman, right? Yeah. And he was like, that dude could sell any car anywhere you wanted, mm-hmm. right? And like, that kind of gives you the kind of person that he was, right? And and if I'm going to blame any of the parents, I blame the mom. The dad, the dad was duped. Yeah, but the mom, it like, and it, maybe he did it more than once. Maybe he masturbated the man, mm-hmm. as he put it. <laughs> he he, he over <laughs> maybe more in, than once in an act of masturbation. Yes, <laughs> but after the guy took this woman's daughter mm-hmm. to Mexico, mm-hmm. married her, brought her back blackmailed them into not pressing charges then she carries on a two-year romantic that's true yeah uh, like an affair with this guy for two years after yeah wow he's diddling her daughter (laughs) yeah and she just doesn't want it to no she doesn't want it to end like i really feel bad for the dad in this situation like if like I really do, because this guy is a latent homosexual. Like, right? Not even latent. He's just like repressed. Yeah. Like he's in a, he's in a uh, place where he's not allowed to be what he is, mm-hmm. and like he's seems he seems other than the the, the two younger daughters and obviously um, Jan, the main person. Like she seems like they're they all three seem like the most like. Uh, Unculpable, like he, he is like the least culpable of all of mm-hmm. all the adults acting. Yeah, because the mom, like that's un, un. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Like what? What mother? Like, because like, how could she not think that she he didn't at least have sexual thoughts about her daughter? Like, what mother would then sleep with that man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so yeah, it's so strange and so gross. I mean, look, yes, he was able to he could sell cars. He could smooth talk people for sure. Um and by by me disagreeing that he's not like there's no way he's a master manipulator. Like being able no, to I mean, su- he's not a master criminal. Yeah, no. But like he th- these people have a very low bar for what they consider mastery. <laughs> yes, but I guess this is what at I'm the same at. time he does have some level. He's like clearly, yeah. He's not insignificant because, like he's he was never uh, until he was going to be jailed mm-hmm. and put in like you know thirty years after the fact. Then he decides to kill himself. Yeah, but he got away with it for a long time. Yeah, I mean he talked to his wife in the marinim and have it like i feel bad for whoever whatever daughters their kids he had right mm-hmm. where's their story yeah that's true i didn't really think about that because there's like there's this whole other family that's not really involved in the story at all um but yeah just so strange so so freaking strange um but <laughs> Yeah, um, they just they knew he was bad news. Yeah, or or if they didn't, it's if they didn't know that's almost better. Um, but they kind of they're like, yeah, we noticed he had a strange affinity for her and 
really liked her and and <laughs> I do love the brother. Uh, he speaks so oh, matter dude, of factly. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, yeah, dude's he's, a pedophile. He's Bob's pedophile. I don't know why he that, likes kids. I knew that from the beginning. Yeah. I don't know why he, he likes kids, girl. but he likes little girls. He's <laughs> <laughs> just is so like arms crossed, like unfazed by anything. <laughs> just pedophile. <laughs> um uh, but yeah, what a strange fucking story. Dude, and, and that's that's what's great about the way this and you said it wasn't really the best made. Uh, documentary and, yeah. and I I don't think it was either. They did some really weird reenactments. The reenactments like, were so strange. The, yeah, it, it, there was some really like off-putting ones, like mm-hmm. where like the naked guy walking like in silhouette, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. while the girls standing there, like ugh, just weird. Um, but like yeah, like this dude was bad. Like he sex, like she said, like probably over two hundred times that he like sexually yeah. assaulted her. Yeah, you know, and just, um, yeah, I, and he knew exactly what he was fucking doing too. like he like just penetration, like just shallow enough to not like break her hymen. And, like, ugh, yeah, just such like a, a, he like thought clearly thought his crime through very. Dude, like what if that guy's powers were put to good? Like mm-hmm. what could he have co- accomplished? He could have sold a lot of cars. Yeah. <laughs> I don't or know. Like told some amazing stories. Yeah, like, he, like do like an old time radio Rollins. show. You know, it's just like the like whole story of War of the Worlds type of tapes he was making. Xena and Zubar. And, yeah, you know. Um, but so uh, I I did a, a quick IMDb search of um of of Jan mm-hmm. right yeah. So she has like forty eight acting credits, right? Which is weird. And like I thought I had recognized her, but I don't know from where. And I'm like kind of looking down through to see, like I'm sure she was like on like a a, a Law and Order SVU somewhere, or she was you know in, what I mean? Yeah, like somewhere. She's in Iron Man three. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. But like out of all those people, she seemed like the most put together person. Mm-hmm. Like she had her shit still together. Yeah. And and which if you think about what she went through basically for like a five year period of her life. Yeah. And like most people, you know, would have put a shotgun in her mouth and Yeah. It's a lot to fucking go through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. It it, it is pretty crazy well i'm looking at like credits too she was in that movie maniac with elijah wood and i I feel like i don't know it's like reliving your trauma almost yeah right yeah but i don't know maybe it's a coping mechanism maybe it's something that uh she uh got more therapy than everyone else in the family and and really found her way through some stuff but i guess i don't know hmm interesting it's just this is a fascinating story yeah and like literally gets crazier and crazier as oh the 
the story goes. Yeah. Like, you think it's weird at first, and it gets weirder and weirder and weirder. He ran away with this girl twice. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, five days into it. And then they call the cops. We're starting to get a, we're starting to get a little concerned. Yeah. And then yeah. how complicit is this guy's wife? Oh, yeah. Well, she has to be just totally. He yeah. must have brainwashed her, right? Had to, like, where's she at right now? Like, what kind of physical st- or mental state is she in? Yeah, I don't know. And, her, and the kids. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, right. Oh, so there's uh, the latest. Uh, sorry to go back to Time Suck again. No. The latest Time Suck is uh, Pedophile Island. <laughs> okay, nice. There, there's a there's an island in uh, Washington State mm-hmm. that is home to, like, 500 pedophiles that they don't know what to do with they won't let them back in they've served their time but they won't let them back into society yeah it's off like in puget sound somewhere so yeah because i feel like i was like you can't i mean not not without like probably aggressive types of therapy that aren't allowed but like you can't like rewire your brain to not be attracted to little kids um no, because they so I mean, like, what do you do? It, like, they you t- serve time for the crime, but you're you're basically always going to be a threat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, and he kind of dives into it. It's kind of like, um, so on the sexual spectrum, you know, what are you attracted to, right? So you know, you're either all hetero, hetero bi, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, uh, bi. Or by homo or homo exclusive, mm-hmm. you know. I'm not saying homo as in the, you know, saying hetero and homo. Right. Yeah. Not in the know, derogatory sense. Not pejorative. Um, and then there's, so like, and if you are willing to buy into the fact that it's not a choice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm willing willing to buy into that. Sure. Um, like that's just the way you know people are. Uh, but there's also a uh, thing where the people are that that's what they are attracted to yeah. is you know that, and you know what do we do with that? You know, obviously you can't be like oh well live and let live. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. when you're hurting other people. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. The the problem is that. Yes, you're wired that way, but you're you're attracted to people who aren't able to consent. Yes, it's it's it's, uh, it's yeah. crazy, and that's it. You know, <laughs> it, it it gets to be a slippery slope too, because if you're willing to call that a mental defect and say you know you don't belong in a society, then it's it's you know other people would say, I'm I'm not one of those where like well, homosexual might be a a, a defect. You know what I mean, and yeah. it, it's like, you know, I, people <laughs> don't understand that that doesn't hurt other people. It's just going against your moral sensitivities, and right. you're probably late and homosexual yourself, and like, <laughs> you don't like the way you get aroused by, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's a like the. If you're having sex with other consenting gay people, then who cares? Yes. And the I mean, pro- awesome. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. 
Yeah, do do your thing. Makes porn more interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's really like the, I guess the question is like, what, what do you do with these people? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Put them on an island, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Cle- clearly. <laughs> Found the answer. <laughs> um. So, yeah. That was uh, interesting. I'm glad you uh, suggested. I I gave it. What did I give it? I gave it a seven. Yeah. I yeah. Did, I gave it a seven. I, I did as well. And uh, I would highly recommend it because it is fascinating. We like we we pretty much trampled over all the stuff that you'll hear, but like to watch it and the way the story is told. Yeah. And, and like the access they have in this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like they even have his voice. Like telling. Right. They have tapes of him. Yeah, it's wild. They do. They they have phenomenal access. So, um, it is just and it's interesting. Like, um, I know true crimes kind of having a, it never really goes away, but it's having a new a kind of another wave right now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, hop hop on, join us. Let us know what you think because the the access they have is great. Like you're able to hear these stories from the um. The people who lived them. Yeah. I mean, other than other than B, I yeah. think Marianne is the worst. <laughs> yeah, because well, like she, like who are like I don't know a mother or a father who would be like I would really question hmm. like if you would would be willing to have sex with someone your daughter or son had sex with, like, no. yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's too close to incest <laughs> for yeah. for my liking. What's that thing? They I think it were I think that was in uh in in a health health class. They were saying if you when you have sex with somebody, you're having sex with the last time yeah. people they had sex with. Yeah, right. Um, I think there used to be a ad that would run on MTV like that too. Okay, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yikes. Um, so anyways. Anyways, yeah, let's move past that and dole out some uh, some assignments. Sure. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, I already uh, told everybody what they should watch. Yes. Uh, Cow- Cocaine Cowboys on Tubi. Yeah. Uh, free app. You can get... I'm not looking. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Um... I don't know if I can get it on my computer. I know I can get it on my phone. I can stream it to my f- computer. Mm-hmm. But I'm having trouble doing that right now. Uh, Tubi. Online. Uh, yep. You can do it right on your computer. Sick. I love it. Nice. That's awesome. Makes it, and, makes you know, they, they have, like, they don't have top, top line movies on it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking at their uh, top, their, you know, their their main screen right now. It's uh, Rango with Johnny Depp, Redemption with Jason Statham, Empire State with The Rock, uh, The Impossible, which is a pretty good movie, American Ultra, uh, Warm Bodies, True Grit, 
uh, yeah, so it's not like top end, but like if there's oh, your next is on there, Hustle so, Part Two. So top end stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, your next is fucking. Um, that's one of my favorite movies that you've ever. Oh, I'm glad suggested. Yeah. You, I don't think you even assigned it to me. You're just no, like I don't think up. so. I just am um, so very, uh, very big fan. Yes. So, uh, yeah, check out Tubi and watch Cocaine Cowboys. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I'm recommending Kick-Ass in case anyone hasn't seen it. It's uh, out there in the world for you to consume. Um, I believe it's uh, based on a Mark Millar comic. Yeah, um, Matthew Vaughn. Yep. They, they teamed up, too, with uh, Kingsman as well. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, so good stuff. And uh, the, uh, have you ever seen Kingsman? The first one, yes. Okay, yeah. that that scene in the church, yeah, was fucking great. It's pretty good, pretty good little movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that one. I, like when you talk about like fun movies, mm. that's such a great example of, of just a fun movie. Yeah. Um, and just kind of, kind of a nod to the, of course, just the classic, obviously James Bond, British spy thrillers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Uh, Kick Ass is streaming on Amazon Prime. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Uh, for you. Mm-hmm. High Flying Bird. Yeah. I have no idea what this is about, but you're like, I really want to watch this. So. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm interested to hear what you think because I it does pique my interest. Yeah, um, I'm curious. It's um, about a NBA rookie during a lockout, and um, so I'm just uh, I'm interested. And I, I like the <laughs> the kid who plays the NBA player was the um, star basketball player in the uh, second season of American Vandal. So yeah, he, yeah. he he loves playing basketball for Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> or he's being typecast aggressively. Typecast. Yeah. There's yeah. worse things. Yeah. I think that was um, not that I really enjoy Entourage, but there's a really funny <laughs> quote that one of the guys had when they're at the Lakers game. He's like, look at him, look at him, look at him. They're all typecast as very rich guys. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let me know how you. Yeah, I'm interested to hear about that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, for you, I got a uh, documentary called Perfect Bid um, from 2018. It's streaming on Amazon Prime, and it's about a guy who, uh, using math, beat the system. Cool. The game show system, that is. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, earlier, I recommended a movie called Quiz Show, mm-hmm. which I can't remember where, it, where that's streaming. Um, but that is about <clears throat> this big um, scandal, in, I think, in the 50s. Uh, about, And that's why like there's so many requirements. Like uh, You know how like um, uh, radio uh, programs and stuff, like they have, like if they say we're going to take the 106 caller, like they have to go through 106 callers or they can't, you know, they have, there's certain regulations people have to do. Um, and it's all based on this quiz show because 
they want to make sure that they're not putting out something false to the public, I guess. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yes, perfect bid will be watched. Nice. Moi. Nice, nice, nice. Um, and I think uh, that about wraps her up. I think so. Um. Okay, I'm looking on the perfect bid. I'm seeing that it's on. I'm seeing it's on Tubi. Would you say it was on Amazon? Yes. You there? Yes, I am. Yeah, Amazon. Uh, no, are we losing each other? No, I'm. I'm just... <laughs> are we growing distant? Huh. Okay, I'm sorry. Yep, no, yep, yep, right. yep. For some reason, it wasn't come on. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Theodore, I'm here to kiss Holly. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, enjoy your trip to. Austin. I will. I hope to. And then to, to Vegas. Uh, yes, Las Vegas. I hope to have some uh, lurid beer tales for you. Yeah. Or just some beers I'm excited to to let you know that I tried. Yeah. Or just some good stories. I'm good that I'm anticipating. So yeah. Maybe I'm setting myself up for failure, but <laughs> that, would, that, that would be horrible. Like uh, the five of us have not been in the same room in probably four years at least. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, it was kind of boring. <laughs> I mean, it could happen. You'd be like, oh, we're going to do the same things we did before. Yeah. And you're like, we, you try to do them. And you're like, it's not working. Let's just do something different. Yeah. You know? I know I know. Matt made that comment. He's like, yeah, I can't wait for the night where we try and stay out past midnight. I'm like, <laughs> fair, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I guess I'm excited about that, too. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, it's, we've all seen each other. It's just not been the five of us all together in a while. So it'll be good. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I, I don't know why, but I always get very excited to watch movies on the plane. So hmm. there you go. I, maybe I just have to psych myself up because I'm uh, like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> going to be sitting in a tight space for three hours. Hmm. Can't wait. Can't wait to watch movies. Yeah. But I do always get I am excited about it. So there you go. Anyways. All right, buddy. All right. Well, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah. Uh, please let us know if you like us. <laughs> just tell us. Tell us yeah. we're pretty. Just tell us. Yeah. Uh anyways, bye y'all. Bye.
hacerme un cigarrito con mi bolsa tabaquera lo fumo y boto la cola y recójala al que quiera ay 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 me querí ay 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 me querí ay ay Cuando amanezco con frío, prendo un cigarro de avara y me caliento la cara con el cigarro encendido. Ay, 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 me quería, ay, ay, ay. 